0: Get back to that camera again. Can you switch to that camera again? Let's do this. Ready? We're the Guys Who Cry podcast. Adam Cook and I are here. We're going to beat you, Hulk Hogan, this year at WrestleMania. We're going to take you. We're going to break you. We're going to shake you this year. We're coming for ya.
1: Welcome
2: to the Guys Who Cry podcast. I am, I am
1: back again with Evelyn Hernandez, who was our guest on the first episode of season three. Welcome, Evelyn. How are you?
2: I'm doing okay now that I'm with you guys.
1: So Evelyn and I met <laughs>
2: each other. <laughs> yeah,
1: She's struggling. It's a little bit late. So, uh, Evelyn, thank you for being here with us. No we problem. met eight years ago on OK Cupid. We did. I ignored your message for a month. I'm a douchebag. I understand, but we became very good friends, and we've been friends ever since.
0: What was it about, Adam, that made you swipe and message him?
2: So the funny thing is that I actually found him on Christian Mingle.
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: you did? I forgot
2: about that. I saw your profile, but since I didn't pay for it, I couldn't send you a message. Christian Tingle. yeah. Um, So I just searched for you on Google.
1: What you found me on Google? I did not and know then it this. And took me
2: here to your OKCupid okay profile. <gasps> you stalked me. Yeah, because nope. I couldn't read enough about you on Christian Mingle, so I needed to go to AK Cupid To like AK actually... cupid. Oh, <laughs> <okay.
1: A-K-A-K-Cupid.
2: laughs>
1: AK AKCupid. cupid AKCupid. AK Cupid. I It's okay a good rap name. But you sent me, really rap- good... me a really good. You sent me a really good intro message. I think. Yeah.
2: Do you still have it?
1: I think I do. I think I saved it. Yeah, it was cool.
2: Anyway, we've been friends for like. Because we've been friends so long, it's been cool. It's he like, waited like a month until he got back to me, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was going on in my head. I was
2: time. talking to somebody else too. So.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Of course, of course you were. Yeah, you're, you're beautiful. Of course you were. And uh, you know, you have your <laughs> no options. No what they so, say. so Evelyn uh, lives in Rhode Island. She came to visit for for a couple of days. She's not single. So gentlemen, hold your horses, as my mother says. Uh, and then she's also in a uh, PhD program for clinical psychology at the University of Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Ah, I remember some things. Yay! About yes, so uh, we figured we'd throw her on the podcast today and have some fun. Yeah, today's <laughs> going to be pretty relaxed, pretty laid
0: back. Oh, so We've been getting already. real deep and like so real, deep. like serious. I mean, I don't like just tone it back. A you know, bit. we
1: got to- we got to tone Let's it back. Tone it back. This is like a, a threesome podcast. Oh, Plus, gosh. A You always make things
0: weird. No. (sighs) Evelyn, you have been really into the Johnny Depp trial.
2: I have. Can you talk about that a
0: little bit? Because I needed a little spark notes. I know, like, some things, in my opinion, I think they both did things wrong.
2: Oh, they're both very toxic people, regardless of who's Mm. right and who's wrong. They both were bad people in the relationship. Um, It's just the abuse stuff is what was the focus of it. So... I might make it a little divisive here because I know there are people who side with one of the parties, but I was very pro Johnny Depp. Um, I believe that he was the one who was abused. Amber Heard's a little. She just is who she is. Sure. Um, I think it was a really great way to show that men can also go through domestic violence. Right. Um. I know some of the things that people were saying were that uh, there's not enough feminism going on with this case because mm-hmm. of people not believing Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. But also, if you're thinking about it, like it's also a really great way to highlight that men can also go through this stuff too. Sure, um,
0: it's like what Bill Burr said. What did he say? He said <laughs> in his last stand-up special, he said, "Believe all women? I don't know." He said, "How about 88
1: <laughs> percent?" Yikes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yikes! I was like,
1: "Oh my God. No, but it's it's that point of, and also Johnny Depp isn't perfect. No, right? He's oh, got God, his no. problems, right? And and I am sure he contributed to her frustrations in some way, right? One like, hundred percent. There is always two sides to a story, and we have to take that into account. Um, but it's more of maybe it's a it's a matter of degree um, of abuse, so. So you definitely took sides with with Johnny. I
2: did. I mean, just based on the evidence and everything, which is what you have to think about. Like this jury, based it off of the evidence. They didn't have access to social media or anything like that. So, for I forgot how many there are of them. Eight of them to believe that all the evidence showed that she was the abuser, then that must show something. You know, it's yeah. not like they were biased. Well, it was in a defamation way. trial, right? Right, but so that's like, the reason why yeah. is because I I know a lot of people were like, this isn't about abuse; it's about right. being defamed, and it's like, yes. However. It's being defamed by this op-ed that has that she said she was abused, right. which is what caused this defamation. That's what so. started it all.
1: Did you have any uh, interesting insights about the psychological analysis? Because they had a couple of psychologists. They in, right? did.
2: They actually had several. They had psychiatrists and psychologists. Um, the one that was on Johnny Depp's team is the one who did... Well, they both did a lot of different um, interviews and measures and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But she's the one who did a lot more of the like empirically based interviews. Yeah. Um. She said that Amber Heard uh, met criteria for two personality disorders, mm-hmm. which the one on Amber's team did not say that. Um. She also didn't administer a lot of these interviews the right way. Yeah. Which is why um, Johnny's psychologist was saying like it's. You shouldn't really believe what her results are because she broke that kind of code. Yeah. Where you're not administering this stuff mm. right. Um, so it was interesting because I was actually learning about the um Minnesota multiphasic personality inventory.
1: Oh, I haven't heard of that.
2: Um, it's basically getting at personality traits and um stuff like that. So uh I was learning about it at the same time that I was hearing about it in class. So it was really interesting because I learned more about it and the Amber Heard psychologists refused to actually consider that. Yeah. So
1: have either of you guys dated anyone who had like mental health issues or, or experienced some level of emotional abuse or anything? That not that you want to talk about it, but if if you're comfortable, either of you. Yeah. I mean,
0: and then it got taken out on me. But that was a long time
1: ago. Yeah. Took me
0: or way a long time to get over that.
1: But yes. Could you objectively look at that relationship and be like, hey, I can see some things that I was at fault for, but there were also some things other. Uh, yeah, 100%. And when you talk to other
0: people about it, so I feel like when you're in that type of situation, what you need to do is get multiple like points of views on it and ask your friends. You, know, you guys f- f- like familiar with Reddit? Mm, not really. <laughs> so they they have like a thread that it's a i m a which stands for am i the Mm a-hole okay and like they'll say a whole story and like people will be like you know are you the Mm a-hole yes no and i think that's very important because like sometimes you're just not and you may think you are like either party i'm not saying like guy girl whatever you know whatever gender like You never know who is really the aggressor in the situation sometimes until you're out of that situation and you're looking at it. You're like, oh, I was definitely right about some things. They were definitely right about some things. We were both wrong on these things.
1: (laughs) What's good is to have someone who is an objective third party who knows both of you who can say, I know you and I know what you do. Um So even my therapist talked about that. When when I meet with my therapist, I'm giving him my whole viewpoint of the story. But what I try to do is I say, if I'm talking about say some grom dating or something, and there's some conflict, I'll say I'll try to say what I think her viewpoint is truly, and then he can you know sort of give some counsel or advice based on both people's opinions. Instead of just saying, oh I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, they're never seeing the other perspective. So for instance, I have a an acquaintance, someone who I think is borderline maybe narcissistic personalities disorder, something like that where they have there's all the people around them can see this person being like they never they never accept responsibility they always think that they are the right person i'm right here adam no it's not you it's not you but when she's talking to her therapist Again, the therapist is only getting her perspective. Oh, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. And she is probably about some things, right? But the therapist never gets the perspective of everyone else around her, even her close friends, who see this other side of her. Mm-hmm. So that's what's difficult, I think, sometimes about talking to a therapist and getting advice because you're just getting feedback from your own opinion. Do you think about that, Evelyn? Is that true? Like, if you're talking to a therapist, you're, you're really only getting their opinion about your perspective, not, you know, maybe a broader perspective. Can that happen um... in therapy?
2: I guess, I mean, they do encourage you to think about, like, the other's perspective. But, yes, I mean, all they know is what you're telling them. So you can talk about this is what the other person has said or this is what the other person thinks. But at the end of the day, they're just trusting your word.
1: Trusting. That's why I guess couples therapy is good. But maybe maybe not everyone's comfortable sharing everything in couples therapy either. So that's the other thing. So, cool. Uh, Yes. See, I feel like my point of view on things, Right.
0: Just talking about it with our mutual friend yesterday about uh, being, like, emotionally mature. Yes. And I feel like I'm emotionally mature, Mm -hmm. but I think that that word kind of gets a little bit misconstrued. But just because I'm able to break myself off from that emotional connection, I don't know if that necessarily makes me, quote unquote, mature.
1: You Um, know what I'm saying? The hmm, you know in
2: relationships like that you are in. Yeah,
0: so you know, I am. I tend to pull myself away from uh relationships when they start to go south. Or I, you're seeing red flags. Maybe, I see or, red flags. Yeah. You know what I mean. You know, oh she's a ten, but she doesn't solve her meat. Or whatever. <laughs> it's a meme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You know,
2: about- she likes it well done. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: you're willing to walk away.
0: Yes, and sometimes, yeah. and you've called me out on this
1: before, which I I, but wonder, I, 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 I agree I'm curious with you. To I agree with you,
0: but I'm curious to Evelyn's because I do feel like sometimes maybe I could have just fought just a little bit harder, yeah, to like see if there was something a little bit deeper there that other than that, like when you know, in my case, the woman says I'm just not ready to date, but I'm just like, all right, cool. Sometimes I wonder if maybe if I should have just been like a little not pushy, but just like okay but like you know maybe you can still be friends and hang out maybe see if there's something else here like we can slow it down i don't know i'm just the person that once they're like i'm not really ready to date i'm like all right forget it (laughs)
2: like i'm just moving on like good luck with everything
0: i'm just plowing forward do you know what i'm saying
2: everyone i do and i it makes me think of like i'm not sure if i would agree that that means you're emotionally mature um i think that I'm not saying you're immature. No, 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 um, <laughs> no, that's what I'm trying to, that's, that's the thing. No, I'm I say. mean, I, when I think of emotional maturity, I think more of like how well you're able to perceive your emotions and know when, when like you might act in a different way because you're feeling a certain way. Um, but I don't necessarily see it as like, the way that you described it
0: right so i think that's what the conversation was yesterday he's like, you're, he's like you're able to pull away and i don't think about it in just a relationship term i think about it in general like for example sometimes adam's texted me hey can i come over tonight and i'm like no i just i've been dealing with too many yep. people lately i just need to just some, I need to be alone. To that.
1: It's, 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 uh, oh, sorry. It's like social battery, that kind of thing. There's a lot of
0: things that go into that term, I agree. It's For
1: self-awareness. Sure. And I think emotional maturity, especially when it comes to relationships, has to do with you're willing to walk away or step away when you're not going to get what you deserve. And maybe you're not able to give to the other person what they deserve. I think people maybe who aren't as emotionally mature are just basing everything on their feelings like, oh, I like this person. I need them. So even though it's terrible, I need to hang on to it. And a lot of people do that. And then they end up wasting 10 years of their life being with someone that they should not be with. And we're all prone to that uh, when you really love someone. But I I think emotional maturity means you're willing to walk away when you realize it's not mutually beneficial. Sure. Like you,
2: you can think of like how, whatever that is, that relationship is affecting yourself, your mental health, your emotions, and also how it's affecting the other person. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Also, I'm wearing sunglasses because like literally these lights kind of hurt my eyes. So. It's not just because gosh, I'm You're such a diva. Oh my
0: gosh, I'm just saying. Evelyn, how have you been friends with him? For the record, Evelyn I don't know has been how friends she's... with Adam way longer than I have.
1: Yes, somehow that's true. We've been very mm-hmm. close. So today, you were talking <laughs> about, uh, remember how you were just talking about communicating yes. a mood that you're mm-hmm. in? So today, Evelyn and I went to King of Prussia Mall. It was about 50 minutes away from where we, from where oh, we are here. KOP? KOP, mm-hmm. baby. She's never been. Was there it's a reason? Just... Just because. To go. We were off okay. today, so it was like a
0: good little day trip she's no, no, never cool, been, cool, cool, and cool, cool. we looked for I some just, stuff. Didn't know if there was a specific reason for going to KOP. You
2: know he loves going to the mall. Love so. going to the mall. Right. <laughs> Went to Zara,
1: <laughs> Diesel. Oh god. Sorry, I know, <laughs> I know. I know, <laughs> I know. Look at these sunglasses I'm wearing. It's pretty clear. Um but it's funny, on the way, it's about a 50 minute drive. I'm driving, and I'm in my head a little bit, and there's a part of me that misses my ex-girlfriend. So that those thoughts come up again. I'm not going to go into that. But sometimes those thoughts come up and I get in my head a little bit. I get a little bit sad. And sometimes when I get sad, I get quiet. And Evelyn has noticed that before where usually I'm very extroverted and I'm talking and I'm blah, 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 goofy and silly. But when I get quiet, it can be a little bit concerning, right? Mm-hmm. Have you felt that way before?
2: With you? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think one thing that I would just appreciate is as you're going through whatever it is that you're going, just let me know. Right. like hey, I'm just feeling a little off right now. I'm sorry for not talking. Right. Because if you're not talking, sometimes I take that personally and I'm mm. like, did I do something wrong? Like, why right. doesn't he want to talk to me? Yeah. Um. So.
1: And that's that's emotional intelligence and in maturity is being able to say yeah. it in the moment. And I'm not always good at that, especially when I'm when I'm sad, I'm down. I'm just like, man, I'm just like in my head, you know? I think that's just good advice in
0: general, though, with yeah. anybody that you know, like just mm-hmm. saying that, like straight up being like, hey, like, so I've been, pretty much going non-stop for the last two and a half weeks yeah like traveling from pittsburgh every- and then i came back and then i went to nashville and then i came back and it's like i have not had time to like relax but like yesterday i knew you were in town and i was like i gotta at least make an attempt to go hang out with the guys and i came out and then like obviously me and That's brian great. went out for another drink and we can talk about a little bit more about that later
1: but were you tired? Were you feeling a little bit like I don't really want to come out, but yeah, but you know, push sometimes, yourself.
0: You know, I also know, and we can also get to this later. I yeah. might be not around so much soon, right? And I know I need to take advantage of the time I do have with the people I care about. Mm-hmm. So I think that is very important. Do you want to share that? Uh yeah, sure. Uh, There's no risk, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I actually have. Well, this is a really good question. So you've moved a couple times, right?
2: I've moved a lot. Yeah.
0: So I feel like that's that's a that's a leap. I I am pretty sure as of this recording, I am like eighty eight percent sure, ninety percent sure that I am going to be moving to Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time this comes out, it might be a little bit more official. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious to what you have to say about just like picking up your life and moving to somewhere. Now, you did this with your boyfriend, correct? Like the first time.
2: Prior to being in a relationship with him, I still moved several times. Okay. So, yeah. like,
0: I'm curious what you have to tell people, me included, uh, how, like, what are some of the mental things you deal with just picking up and moving?
2: Um, well, the first time I moved was for college. So I went from Northern Virginia to upstate New York. Um, it was a little bit more normal because, you know, people go away college. for college and sure. you make friends wherever you go. Um, and from there I moved, once I graduated, I moved to Rhode Island for the first time. So that was my first like big girl move, I would say. Um, I don't really know what there was to prepare. Like I could have lived with a roommate. I did not. I decided to live by myself and I was extremely lonely. Mm. Um, but I also don't know if that's because I was just younger at the time. Like that was when I was 22. Um, and I, if it's someone around that age, I would definitely encourage them to find a roommate mm. Um, just because it's easier way to get out of your room, get out of your head, mm-hmm. like explore things together and whatever.
1: So being alone um, didn't push you to like, oh, I'm going to join this club or I'm oh, gonna join this no. group. It made were you
0: more isolated. Young, not, so. yeah. yeah, I, I kind was. of understand that like, but you know, you don't really want to do that. So I get it.
2: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think that to what Adam's saying, like, I'm a very introverted person sure. who doesn't like seeking out social interactions. Right. So that definitely didn't help me. If I had had someone there, then it would have been a lot more helpful. Yes. But I mean, since then, I moved to from there to Hershey, from Hershey to Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh to Rhode Island. Um. So it's been easier once I had a partner to move with. Um, it was a lot less stressful because even if I had a hard time making friends, I would at least have him at home. Right. Um, but that's also kind of hindered my ability to make friends because I kind of have that as a safety net of like, well, if I don't make friends, I still have my boyfriend at home.
1: Right. That's true. Um, yeah. And you ended up meeting friends through, uh, college when you were back in Providence the first time. Right. And then you also use Bumble BFF to make some friends in Pittsburgh, right?
2: When I was in Rhode Island for yeah. the first time.
1: Yeah. Remember when I came visit you that one time with Kate? Mm-hmm. You, I met some of your other college friends there, right? No. Uh, we went, all went out, remember?
2: That, don't those weren't my college friends. Those were oh. my co-workers. <laughs> oh, they were co-workers. They were co-workers. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't remember everything about each other. No. One. No, that's <laughs> true. That's very true. <laughs> so much
1: stuff. They there. do tease me a lot for forgetting a lot of things. Yeah. But no, um, they were co-workers, right?
2: Yeah. 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 So what, what was your question?
1: Oh, just you met people through, through, uh, through work. Mm -hmm. And then when you were in Pittsburgh, you met people through Bumble BFF, which I thought was really cool. It was
2: only one person. Um, there were several people that I like matched with or whatever Bumble BFF does. Um, but it just wasn't like a good fit. Mm-hmm. Or or we would reach out and talk, but then people would kind of just stop responding. Right. And I think that's just because you realize that you're actually not that good of a fit because you're basing this is off of like, what, five sentences yeah. or less? Like, right. are you going to be a good match exactly. or not?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, like, I think one of the more disrespectful comments that I received was um, we were having a nice talk. She asked me what I did for work. And I said, I work in suicide research. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, so you're a suicide narc. Oh, I was wow. like, Ugh, Ugh. what? What? Oh, so gross. then I just stopped talking to her. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But I did manage to make one good friend out of it, and we still talk now. So
1: I'm curious to see how you make friends in Nashville. I mean, I think yeah. So I here's the thing. I think
0: I have a couple things going for me in that end. Is that first of all, I'm very extroverted. I am very introverted at times, but I'm also like when I'm out, I like to meet people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second, I work in an industry that is very, like you can make people you can make friends really quickly because with a restaurant. Your family,
1: you're all working together. Yeah, it is. Right.
0: it is Olive Garden, baby. When you're here, your family and <laughs> free breadsticks. Is, yeah, baby, all day. And I don't know why I'm saying baby so much. That's <laughs> oh, so baby. weird. Baby, <laughs> we just like what's this? Not <laughs> call me baby. It's okay. I call myself out. Okay. But uh, I think if this does happen, which it looks like it's going to, uh, I am very excited about it because to me, there's always been something romantic about the idea of just picking up moving somewhere not necessarily like starting over but like kind of going somewhere where you don't know anybody Mm -hmm. is kind of like refreshing because like now you know how it is like we go out in wilmington and it's like oh ruben oh ruben oh ruben because i've been around wilmington for like 10 years 12 years and now it's just like you know i'm ready for the next step in my life so i'm very excited about this potential move and
1: it forces you out of your comfort zone for sure and that's even we talked about doing things alone too like um I've heard some uh, some motivational speakers say this. Like, if there's something you want to do and your friends don't want to do it, well, just do it by yourself. And you've encouraged me to do that. If it's a concert to go to or you a bar you want to check out, like, just go by yourself. So I think moving will really lend, um, you know, allow you to do that. The one thing I... So I'm looking at this note right uh-huh. here because that's what I think is the yes. best segue
0: to that. That's that's cool. That's a good segue to that point is what we were talking about because
1: this right here... So we've kept up a friendship for about eight years yeah. or so. And you've moved multiple times. He stayed here. Mm -hmm. I've come to visit you. you come to visit just for some reason. I don't know if it's our love of horror movies or...
2: You didn't even want to finish last night, so...
1: I was a little bit (laughs) disturbed by that horror movie. The lady was was eating glass, and Um, I just... It was was, was bumming me out. Choose or die. die. I don't know what that is.
0: I will say I like those, like, new age horror movies. Like... um, what was that movie we watched at um Stacy's a few years ago? I uh, know what that was. I don't remember I was uh, or the, 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 the same guy who did mid midsummer. Oh, okay. Um
2: you know I know what about, you're talking about. It where was like guys, a dramatic. Where, the, where uh, like the daughter's oh, it? head it's yep. like yep. oh, hits, yeah. hits the
0: frickin'. Yeah, thing. that's the movie. Yeah, I was thinking about that. <clears throat> I know what yeah. you're
2: talking about, and I totally am blanking on the name. I
0: right. love those those type of horror. It's movies, I, it's not like
2: jump scares, but it's just like, oh gosh. I really don't like those because I want to be scared and disturbed really was, you like well, jump scares. They, it was kind of scary but
1: it was very depressing it's like everybody dies and you're just it's but that's what happened yeah because yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, evelyn and i used to watch horror movie after horror movie and I, it, it is fun but i don't know sometimes i'm just i'm in a bad mental state i'm like this is not doing anything for do you me. think but, it
2: was because you were feeling great?
1: um i was feeling antsy last night for sure um but i just was like this is just like It's just bumming me out, you know, but anyway, so we've maintained a relationship for eight years and I think it's a deeper relationship because we talk pretty much every day. We'll text or whatever. We talk about silly stuff. We get into deep stuff, but then we talked when we were hanging out with our buddies last night, we were talking about maintaining, um, you know, few close deep relationships versus maintaining a lot of superficial relationships. I feel like I do both because I always like to meet new people like you do too. And there's a lot of people we know. But I still have a few deep, close, personal relationships that are people I keep up with all the time. I don't know if one is better than another, mm-hmm. or can you actually have both?
2: I feel like you can have both. You can have both, um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't like having a lot of people in my life, right. and I hate seeking out friends, and I would be, if I never meet another person again, I'd be happy. Right. Um. So I, I wouldn't know exactly what to say about the superficial friends or anything, yeah. but I, I do feel like the way that you've described your friendships and everything, it works for you, and- Mm-hmm. It's possible.
1: Yeah, and I, I hit my limit because I'll meet a lot of people, but they just they just sort of fall off. They're not people I can keep up with all the time. But building that personal network of people you can invite out to things, connect together, that's a lot of fun to me, you know?
0: I uh, think the word friend is you can yeah. Is an important term. So I know a lot of people and I know a lot of great people. I just don't know if I would consider all of them friends. That's not that doesn't mean that they're bad people that I wouldn't want to be friends with, but there's just certain people that like take the time to reach out. Like, there's one person, he's a bartender at a bar, and I would say he's a friend because maybe he doesn't reach out all the time, but he will reach out every six or seven months and be like, Hey man, how's it going? And that to me is a friend. Yes. But there's some people who maybe I would see out at a bar and it's like, hey, how's it going? It's so good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Would I consider them friends? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But are they great people? Yes. Are they supportive people? Yes. I just don't know. The, the word friend for me as I've gotten older, especially. Yeah. I have learned to be very specific with that term and very deliberate with that term. Right. So, mm-hmm.
2: like.
1: Right. I don't know. We can define it different ways. An interesting discussion point is a meme I see a lot about like on Instagram where it's like, you know, if you just stop reaching out to people, you'll see how many people are really your closest friends because they won't reach out to you. And I'm like, well, if that's how you want to view life, it's just like, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I want everybody to come to me. I get that because you will see who your true friends are. Like If I don't talk to you for a while, you'll reach out to me. If I don't talk to you for a while, you'll reach out to me. But I also feel like your relationships with people can be... Um, they are as, as mature and developed as much as you're willing to put work into it. And if you keep putting work into a friendship or a relationship or whatever the person is and you never get anything back, yeah, they're probably not a true friend. But I also am a kind of person, I want to connect people. So if I, can, if I can reach out to a person who's a little more shy or introverted and include them in something, I'm not getting a lot out of it. But what I am getting out of it is including and connecting someone who needs to be connected. Mm-hmm. That's Thoughts? Cute. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, are you the kind? Are you the kind of people who are just like I'm going to like hands off? I want everybody to come to me. I'm going to no, ignore everyone, No, I mean, them-
0: I'll reach out to people. I'll see I who mean, my real friends are. I mean, I'm a phone call person for sure. So mm-hmm. like, I like to just cold call my my friends. And they're like, "Oh, what's up?" And I'm like, "I just yeah. wanted to just sort oh, to Oh, it's great. Um, but there, I mean, that group of people is probably like I can count on both hands. Sure, the people I call, um. Like I said, the word friend, I, I have, I used to be very cavalier with it early in my career and like early in my yeah. life. And like, I've gotten burned a few times by so-called so?
1: friends. People who like would not reach out to you if you didn't reach out or uh, backstab no, who you? No, just took advantage and, oh, and sure, things like sure, sure.
0: that. And I think I would say, oh, they're my friend, they're my friend, but they're such a good friend. And like, it's funny, I had this argument, not argument, but a debate with an old friend of mine, uh alex stud from between two studs Mm -hmm. uh our friend of the podcast great um we were talking about just like he is very he has very high standards for his friends i don't know how you are Mm -hmm. evelyn uh he has very high standards for friends which i think is great i tend to give people a little bit more chance i tend to give people who maybe people wouldn't give the chances to a chance
1: how so though how are his standards high like, um, again, that's sort of well. I won't reach out. No, to you no, no, no. It's not me, that. that. Sort of thing, or? It
0: is very much like, um,
1: like you got to be there for me. Well, it, oh, you're going to be at my wedding. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, no, no, no. It's like, are there people that are pushing me to be better? And oh, like yeah, that kind of thing. And it's there are people that I know. Like, it, it there's been a few people that he has been like, I don't really like that guy. And like, one person actually did kind of like end up screwing me over. Sure. Um, and I get it. And I was like, dude, if I live my life like that, I feel like I wouldn't have met some of the greatest people. And he said, I kind of, he's like, dude, listen, I think about that too. Like I think about the friendships that I may have missed out on, but I'm, but like, I just have a very high standard for friends. What do you think about that? You think having a high standard for people you call your friends
1: is a good thing? Like, do you want your friends to like push you to be a better person?
2: I don't think I think too much of it. Um, just because I don't necessarily make friends on a regular basis that I don't really think about it. Um, Yeah. And
1: I know like, even with you, like I don't necessarily think we're the kind of friends where we can encourage each other, but I'm also not going to push you as hard as like, I would like push him necessarily because I don't think you, you wouldn't want me to push you that hard. Like if I was like, Evelyn you really should get involved in drama again like that's really going to make you happier you really should work out more or whatever yeah you have to just encourage be you little, like
2: stop you just be like stop right <laughs> I don't right? want
1: to listen to you exactly so like <laughs> I could do that with you but I also know where my limit is with that you know but I know right. I know ways I can encourage you that you would be you oh know, for sure to. yeah
2: because you might be able to do the same thing just wording things differently yeah or having a different approach
1: like what do we do we always Evelyn and I always think we need to lose weight.
2: <laughs> and we're both oh, like, I hate We're both, both like of you skinny guys. people, but we're both like,
1: oh, we're like five pounds overweight. Like, I oh, we really should. <laughs> and I we ate them. Taco Bell this morning for breakfast. God, and right? McDonald's. You guys are the worst. Well, I
2: ate McDonald's.
1: But we both understand each other. We're both like, I, like she's never going to be like, oh, I, I I need to lose five pounds or whatever. And I'm going to be like, oh, Evelyn, you're so beautiful and skinny. Right. Like, oh, don't, like I, I think
2: get it. We, we recognize that we're not fat and yes. we don't need to lose that weight. Right. We just want to be happier with how we feel good about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, judge us, please. No, I, I hate both of you guys. So <laughs> the judgment.
0: <much. laughs> no, 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 I get it. I mean, you know, body dys- d- dysmorphia is a thing. Uh, I have it. No matter how much weight I lose or no matter how much weight I gain, I will still always see myself as that fat kid when I was twenty one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like that, I don't think will ever truly go away. Um, but I also like don't really truly want to be like ripped, right? Either, right? Um, I don't know. It is no. funny because, like, I think about what we were talking about, like, what I am not going to have if I move to Nashville is that safety net of an atom mm-hmm. of, sure. like, our close friends are saying, like, hey, uh, I don't want to be at home alone tonight. You want to go grab a drink? And, like, yeah, that is what's not going to be there. And that is probably, like, the thing I'm probably most terrified about is, sure. like, not having that safety net, but, like. I'm just going to have to go
1: out and meet those people. It's what pushes you to, yeah. Yeah, to meet new people and make new connections. That's what's so great about it, you know? And you'll have work to fall back on and everything. And we'll come help you move and we'll come visit. Oh, yeah, dude. And once every 10, <clears throat> ten years, you know, yeah, no, yeah. Problem. Once, no, I'm just once kidding. Once <laughs> every 8 to 29 months. <laughs> hey, we kept up with her. Actually, Greg and I went to visit uh, Evelyn and her boyfriend last year. Yeah. We drove up and did a little road trip. And yeah, it was tons of fun. It was great. It was really great. So great. So great. Wait, can I just, can we just have a little comic relief here? Oh my gosh. I bought Ruben some Crocs that are yes. uh, unauthorized Crocs from this Chinese website. And I knew he really wanted them. They didn't fit. They were a little too big. So I started to wear them. I've always been crapping on Crocs for my entire life. I love these shoes. Can I just say they breathe? They got little holes in them. And uh, so to give you guys a little backstory on these. <laughs>
0: shoes, let's just tag. Uh, Let's just rewind a little bit. Hold it there for a second. So, oh, these calves. Crocs, I bought my first pair of Crocs uh, last year. And let me tell you, I love them. I mean, to the point where when I was in Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago, I said multiple times, why didn't I bring my Crocs? Like, I would be, like, yelling at myself, right? And these Crocs, in particular, are a knockoff of the Sal Brembry crocs so like it's yes. like a designer. It's a designer yeah and i remember when they when they released them i was like i sent them to adam and i was like dude i really like these and at the time they were like what like 120 bucks i
1: think like if you got them Did you were, sniff those; they smell okay right now my mom said i need to wash them after a while
0: <laughs> um yeah so they're like they were like a hundred dollars or something like that. when they, but, they first came out yeah but you have to like enter into a drawing but now those sell like the official ones sell for like $600. Oh, is it oh. that high? Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh. It's ridiculous. But I just, I don't know. I really dug them. I thought they were kind of like knock me off Yeezys almost. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? The Yeezy, mm-hmm. foam, oh, runners. Yeah, yeah, the Yeezy mm-hmm. foam runners. And I just yeah. thought they were just a little bit cooler, fit a little bit more my aesthetic. Uh, and so Adam was super kind. Because I, I
1: was looking on my unauthorized website and these happened to come up. I didn't even know they sold them. I was like, oh, I've got to get these because they're a fraction of the cost, you know. So anyway. And then he got them and they were too big for me. But then Adam started wearing them. And I was I'm like, like well, I oh, just... Adam's on the crock tree." So I got him a new pair. It's in the, in the mail. Now, you, now, Evelyn Evelyn is the best thrift shopper because you always look great. But you find great deals. You just bought a pair of sneaks for how much and from where?
2: For $5 at Five Below. They're not going to be the best quality. They're not going to last me 10 years. But I barely wear sneakers and I needed some plain black ones to wear with jeans.
1: For $5, they're fantastic. So,
2: And if they break, I can go again for $5. <laughs> That's what I was saying.
1: You can get a new pair. Dude, I'm a know, thrift store week. shopper. Hoard. Hoard. You're going to oh, have to find the thrift shops down in Nashville. Oh, down in-
0: I'll probably find so many cowboy boots. Get
1: some <laughs> cowboy Cat- I guess see hats. you wearing cowboy boots. Maybe? Yeah, like ironically. <laughs> I don't know. It would be really interesting. <laughs> it would be super Going to
2: start wearing them on the podcast.
0: Yeah. I'll be like, I don't know, I'll somehow I'll get a southern accent on the podcast. I hope I never lose this, like, quote. I dated a girl from Colorado, and she said I had a east coast accent.
1: And I hope I never lose that. <laughs> I east love, oh, dude. If you start picking up a southern accent, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Come back. Hey, howdy, y'all. How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right over here? <laughs> I can right see right y'all all. a lot and sometimes people do look at me a little bit like oh y'all okay but it's like i get it from my my southern baptist like you know i'm gonna say
0: john so much down there what what is a john john
1: is great i'm gonna be like john
0: john is a person place to think you can use it in any way yeah you can use it as your yeah pass me that john over there you can use it as a name for your girlfriend i've heard people say that if you're like hey what are you drinking i'm like oh this john just drinking some water
1: yeah
2: why yeah
1: my John told me to do the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I was like, nah, no. My buddy, my buddy in the, he's from the hood. He said that. He said that about the girl he was talking he's about. He's like, from the like, hood. No, yeah. I was like, what are you talking? You were using word John. He's like, yeah, like the girl I'm seeing. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, my little
0: Didn't John piece, Doug. Like, what about bam. mid?
1: Mid. That's a new word. Mid. Mid. Yeah, but what does it mean? Do you guys I, know? I've never heard. It's like, Oh, you're old. so mid right now. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Never. Heard I'm too old for
2: this. We're so old. What platform have you heard that?
1: Uh, podcasting,
0: TikTok. Uh Cortland said that the new thing would like but like with like women, like younger women is uh oh my god, it's giving right
1: now. Giving? It's giving? It's giving.
0: What
2: does right that mean?
1: Now. I don't know. Wait, mid is used to insult or degrade an opposing opinion, labeling Ugh. it as average or poor quality. I'm look just... up look up it's giving on urban okay. dictionary. See what that says. It's giving? It's giving right now. It's giving. Sis. Sis, it's giving. <clears throat> It's giving definition, urban dictionary. It's giving means that something is cute or giving.
2: Uh, cute or giving? Interesting. But how uh, is something Abilene, giving? Evelyn, your hair, it's giving right now. Oh, you my like t- my outfit? Yes, it's giving. I would hate to hear that.
1: Oh, let's not use that term
0: ever. Are we too old? Oh, we're getting old. Because, like, the other day at work, I said, dang, Daniel. And
1: (laughs) did you say that nobody knew what it was? No,
0: the manager at work, he's 21. He was like, wow, you're really dating yourself with that reference. I was like, that's not even that old, dude. Those guys are probably, he was like, like, I was saying that in middle school, dude. (laughs) And I was like, shut up, shut up. (laughs) Yo, that's awesome. I love it. Uh, Your
2: manager is 21
0: yeah he's he's doing really well i guess Man, good for he him he's very popular with all the foreign women that we have working at the dining hall this semester what this did you summer. say
1: what did you say about moving to nashville about uh, dating above your average <laughs> can you sell that real quick I mean, or he's so jealous well, well you well, find your wife you
0: said it you said it but um so when i went for my interview uh the corporate chef i was talking to he was giving me a tour of nashville And we just, you know, obviously like Nashville is like probably, I would argue like the bachelorette party central, probably like the biggest one in the country. And he was like, dude, he's like, if you move down here, he's like, you're going to bat so far above your average, dude like he's like you're gonna you're, he, he, he's like like my girlfriend is way hotter than i
1: am like, heck <laughs> yeah he's like that's what i need baby do you think that's important at all for a man to date someone let's talk about like uh heterosexual relationships for a man to date someone who was more attractive it makes it feel more like he's got someone he wants to hold <laughs> on to has trevor ever talked about that your boyfriend about me
2: being more attractive. Yeah. And do
1: you feel like he feels like, oh, you're like, you're That's more subjective. attractive than other girls he's been um, with? Or it's just I subjective? mean, he has
2: said things where he's like, you're out of my league. And I, I'm just like, what? Like, I don't believe yeah. that. I'm just, I'm, I know there's no league, you know? Right, I just right. feel like I am who I am. That's Popeye.
1: I do feel like a lot of, I'd I am what I am. <laughs> I didn't know that was Popeye. Okay. I don't know. What was I going to say about that? Dang it my thought. The league thing I think is
0: way uh, more it's in men's vernacular than it is in women, but Sure. I don't think women ever say, Shh. Oh, this guy's way out of my league. Do you I don't think women ever really say that. He's out my of my
1: league. league. I've definitely seen some relationships where I'm a little surprised the guy is with that girl. But you know, but again, traction is much more than just you know, physical looks.
2: <sighs> That's what sure.
1: I said. It's surprising, but yeah, it's 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 all surprising. Yeah.
2: Didn't Fitz in the transformers Rooms make a whole song out of that?
1: who oh fits in the tantrums did they yeah i like that you are out of my league that's it that's, it. that's the only i think it's a common that's thing on. man i think it's cool to to date someone you feel like is just like wow you know you just you feel really good about them you know i guess it's the attraction know. versus personality i just want a woman that i can hang out with
0: on the couch watch some netflix or she can watch netflix while i'm doing computer
1: work that's all out. I- yeah, but you definitely have mentioned girls that you don't find attractive. You're just like, well, sure I'm just not that attractive. Sure, you gotta have the baseline. Sure, the baseline. The baseline. But look, my baseline.
0: I feel like I just need. I value the other thing more than that. Yes,
1: in my opinion, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, mental health check. Mental health check. Let's go, Greg. Do you want to go first? Yeah, let's go. Um, I'll go first. Today was a struggle. I was probably at a six going on the way to the mall, but then um. Because I was reminiscing a little bit and feeling down. Feeling like I lost something really special. But after we went to the mall, bought a couple of shirts, felt a lot better. <laughs> Retail therapy. Retail it's therapy. Cake. There you go. And Evelyn therapy. Friendship therapy.
2: One says, of the shirts was only $30. I thought he was going to spend $200 on one. It was on sales from Diesel. It was a really nice... Uh, <laughs> I think it's an outline of David Bowie's face. Diesel just sounds like the, the dichiest thing ever. <laughs> I know, but ever. they have
1: high-quality clothing. I feel special. Oh, bro, do. what are you wearing? Diesel, bro? No, but Is I, that Diesel? I don't oh, like the label sick, bro. On it. If it shows the label, sick I don't diesel like Diesel shirt. I like plain <laughs> Diesel shirts that don't show the label. So Anyway, Ruben. Uh, I am pretty,
0: I'm riding pretty high today. Maybe. Mountaintop experience right now. Like a nine and a half. Nine and a half. <sighs> Almost
1: at a ten, just waiting for that yeah. official. Also. Just like the girls are going to date in Nashville. Nine and a half and tens. Oh my
2: gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Evelyn, mental uh, health check. Zero to ten.
2: Probably around an eight. Okay. Um. Nothing. I mean, I'm not like super excited about anything other than like seeing my boyfriend tomorrow. Um, oh my gosh, that's so cute. But... I'm really tired. I usually go to sleep at like eight o'clock. So that's what's bringing me down.
1: (laughs) We're keeping you up pretty late. Yeah, but it's okay. It's worth it. It's our fault. Awesome. Evelyn, you're amazing. Greg, what about you?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm at like a six or seven.
1: (laughs) The technical challenges weren't as great today, but we kept turning off the computer every five seconds. Yes, yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome, man. Guys, thank you so much for a wonderful experience. Do I sound like I'm high right now?
2: If you haven't noticed on the, I don't know if you guys can see this, but there are a bunch of trinkets here. Oh
1: no! Don't.
2: That's that's all I'm gonna say. There's don't. just a bunch of trinkets.
1: No, this I is. Mean, I'll my, say it. This is from my ex girlfriend's host family. Her little kids gave this to me. This is. These are all from the Dominican Republic. I spent way too much money on the local economy there. That has nothing to do with my exes. I mean, I talked to a couple <laughs> girls from there, but <laughs> they're cute. And then that's it. I don't have anything from Ecuador. I I think I gave it to my mom. My my mom has a little trinket from Ecuador. This is a little bobblehead from the Dominican Republic. I bought it at a street vendor, and it's super cute. It's okay, Adam. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. It's alright. That's when I was talking to the one Chilean girl who didn't like me. So yeah, it really brings back uh, great memories. I'm oh <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I'm fine. I'm fine.
0: God dang, dude. Oh,
1: man. <laughs> What's a silly way we can end the podcast?
0: I don't know. Should we do the game that we were going to start with to begin with or no? Let's, let's do the game. How do you start it off? Greg, you start. What do I start with? Just one word and then we keep a sentence going.
1: Like the? Welcome. To... The boys who cry.
2: Oh, you were supposed to say one word. All right,
1: that's good. Keep it going. Keep it going. going. The boys who cry. Porno.
2: Ugh. Available.
1: We skipped you. I said, ugh. Greg, you go.
2: Oh,
1: no (laughs) signal. That's my
0: out. Hey. I was going to say
1: the porno shoot or something like that. I yeah, know. Porno. Wow, you guys are terrible. You pick porno of all it's, words. It's Mad Libs. It's like you want to be crazy. This Fofy. is the worst podcast ever. I hope you guys No, don't this listen. was a good one. No, this was a good one. Foofy, foofy pants. Thanks to Evelyn.
2: No problem.
1: And her. Nice hair. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh my all right, goodness.
2: guys. <laughs> we're going to get out of here.
1: We're going to let Evelyn go to sleep, and we're all going to go. And me too. And Ruben's going to go to Nashville. So, everyone, everyone, tune in next week and be entertained. Ah!